This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. We got a wild one for you this week. That's right. Who knew? But Broadway's broken. We're learning all about it today with our special guest, Timory. That's like the new. That, that was good. That was good. We didn't realize this was going to be Broadway chat, but it was Broadway chat. We talk about Tim's show that's going to be at Dynasty Typewriter on October 25th. That's right. And Martinis in San Diego on October 22nd. And it's called Tim Murray is. Witches. witches. So get out those witch caps and paint your face green. It's time to get a singing. Okay. Ooh, Kansas. Meatball got cake. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bust, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is two, one, three, mm-hmm. five, three, six. Yes. Nine, one, eight, zero. Look at that ring. Doesn't it look like a ring pop? It Our does. email is sloppyseconspod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. You look like a little party girl. You, do, you remember that one time a TSA agent looked at me and went, you look like you party. No. As I was going through the scanner. Are you ready for some sloppy seconds? I'm Meatball, and that's Big Dipper. What was the sloppy seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball? Looked me dead, up, down, went, you party? Was, were they trying to like? No, it was just like a, you party? And I was like, I did, yeah. Are you asking it like a question? Like I don't you? know. <laughs> I'm saying it how he said Bitch, it to don't me. don't yell at me. You party? You party? And I went, yeah, I partied. And he goes, yeah. It looks like you party. Do you know that song by XL? Mimi, I'm First's former girl group called Party Girl? I'm a party girl in a party world. It's very New York. They filmed it a, on the subway. Uh, yeah, we didn't we do a whole thing about this like oh, yeah. in the pandemic? Listen, at this point, we're circling the drain <laughs> with what we Don't say not that. Yes. Oh my god, no. I'm just saying with what we talk about. Like there's only so much that we can talk about twice before. a week. Before we just say the same thing again. Hope you we like it. We talked about Mimi I'm First already. We have. Didn't she die? No. She's not dead, nor is Eichelino. I know, because when she stepped off that elevator, <laughs> I went. <gasps> okay. <laughs> well, you know my co-host from season one of Dragula. Or well, no, you maybe don't. don't. Maybe she maybe got edited it out. Maybe I That's got edited fine. out. Who All right. Knows? Uh, today, we have a friend of the pod, uh, a return guest, an exciting um, person in our lives, a comedian, a cultural commentator. Truly. Uh, a TikToker. A theatrical enthusiast. Uh, a sty haver. <laughs> Welcome to Sty Talk. And we got to watch their <laughs> mullet grow and change throughout the pandemic. Oh, Please welcome. Right. Tim, Tim Murray! Ah, oh, for the sloppy second time, I feel. 
Okay. Okay. So you just saw Wicked. Girl, did I ever. Where You're did back you see from it? New York. I went to New York and then I went to a little town called Chicago, Illinois. Been there. Heard of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I saw the national tour of Wicked. I thought Wait, we had you seen saw the it same in Broadway. One. I saw and it on Broadway. Saw it in Broadway. And then I just saw it in Chicago. And I saw it on Broadway before you saw it on Broadway in the but mm-hmm. I saw a different cast. No, you saw the same Glinda, different alpha. Wizard. And, and different alpha-ba. wizard. Yeah. Right. I'm so a different Fiera. Confused about why you guys care who the wizard is. <laughs> you bought you people was like saying before he's like the last time I thought the wizard did this. I'm like, I don't literally you couldn't pay me enough to continue well, paying attention to That's because, because the production that I saw the first time, I think they were trying to amp up the wizard. Like they were like, Oh, and we can get him tap dancing, and it's not just gonna be an old Broadway veteran. He that was we can an pay. old Broadway veteran when you saw it. He was a legend. It was Rosie O'Donnell. It was <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell as the wizard would be. <laughs> So good. This is why. And they said wonderful. <laughs> Isn't that Rosie? Throw a koosh ball. Let me see if it's a real Rosie impression. <laughs> you get a koosh. Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Tommy. Um, the reason I care so much about the wizard is because you of see the lyrics. Aging into that. <laughs> and I'll be there with the wizard. It's because it's an important theme. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> it's an important theme. Yeah, yeah they yeah. talk about the wizard so much. So, of course, you're curious who's playing the wizard. No, I also, it's a snooze fest when it gets down to the wizard. It's a snooze. Those two songs that he has are like, why aren't girls singing right now? This is, this sucks. <laughs> Hold on a second. Why aren't girls singing <laughs> right now? the ladies? Wait, so you, when was the last time you had seen it prior to seeing it? You saw both, I want to clarify, on Broadway and then again national tour a week later. No, no, no. Meatball just saw it on Broadway. I just saw the national tour. You I were in New York. I was in New York doing my own show. But you opted not to Do see it. Wicked. Exactly. Well, wow. because they were Alphaba when they were in New York doing their show. Oh, you know? sure. You didn't want to have to compete with the Broadway interview. Exactly. I said, I'm the Wicked of this town. <laughs> There is no other Wicked happening. I am the Gershwin Theater. You did go walk in front of the Gershwin Theater dressed up like Alphaba. I sure did. And I said, I'm here. I'm ready for the show. And I said, this isn't funny, girl. What am I doing here? And then you looked in the mirror and you said, this isn't funny, girl. (laughs) Wait, no. My question to you is, you know about the She-Hulk filter? Girl, did you just see? It came Adina out just in it? time. Yeah, but yes. she, she didn't give us the note that she. We, I wanted her to give. What us. note did you want? The, the high ah, note. Yeah, I wanted the battle. <laughs> the what? The battle cry. The battle cry. Do you know that we've stopped talking about Wicked as much? Don't like. We, <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> 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 Why would you? <laughs> Don't. I don't care what the comments say. I don't care if they're like, can you make this more gay and less wicked? <laughs> more gay more and less gay. wicked? That doesn't make <laughs> that sense. Doesn't sense. Like, more no, gay, like gay we sex. just we just had Priyanka last week and we didn't even ask her. No. She's a singer and we didn't even ask. She's a singer, but she's from Canada. Do they have Canada? Do they have Wicked in Canada? Do they have Canada and Wicked? Do they have Does the world of Canada exist in the world <laughs> what of Wicked? What is the geography of the world of Wicked? It's Kansas. But it's Canada? It's Kansas. Kansasida. Kansasida. It is Kansas. There's a London, Ontario, Canada. <laughs> Wait, it's not Kansas. It's it's like a magical place that they go to away from Kansas. Dorothy starts in Kansas, and then she's like, that's why she's like, I want to go back to Kansas. Yeah, well, she's famous teleported line, Can I get back to Kansas already? Yeah. <laughs> she said, hey, bitch. Hey, bitch. I want to go back to Kansas. No, no, but she gets teleported in a uh, in a, a little one of these. Teleportation. To a fourth dimensional to, land. Yes. Yeah. With, that's all in color. 
Yeah. And that place is Oz. Oz. Famously. Famously. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, what, wait are we all? Oz. We're all just like telling each other <laughs> the story the of the Wizard of Oz. Like, we're trying to figure it out. If the sister was a witch, that makes her a what? She came down in a bubble. Bro. The whole place is called Oz, and then Emerald City is where the wizard lives. I think so. Yeah, Oz is like because uh, they get it's like into LA the county versus they get LA into proper. the counties and the districts and the mayors and the the advisory boards and all that. They really because there's some politics in Wicked. There's a lot of politics and some in empowered Wicked. women in office. That's right, and a lot of um, uh, abuse office abuse of power, yes. which we just had here in LA. Yes, we did. Right. And she, well, you're she like was, it was, was an, just reading. Reading. it was an abuse of power, so and she got she got recorded saying like racist stuff oh, about yeah. like other people in L.A. This happened. Yeah, yes. and she just she was it was the president of the SAG LA City Council, <laughs> and she Are you just. Sag? Don't Did you, you sag your pants? <laughs> start <laughs> asking. You put that finger you point? Oh, sorry. I'm Hold on. Let me put a nail on it. So it's a little know? kinder. Wait, 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 wait. wait. You <laughs> did you know that when when did you put on your? It wasn't your. It's not a one. It's not like a one person show. It's like it was an ensemble piece. But that you wrote about working at the musical restaurant in. Oh, oh yeah, world famous. We're the working at um, Planet Hollywood. Yes. What's the the play called? World famous. World famous. I saw it. You oh my god! Thank I you saw so a Dynasty typewriter. Yeah, baby. Did you know this? No. Yeah, it's an amazing. It's like a parody play about being an actor in New York and working at a what would be Planet Hollywood, Planet Hollywood. but it's all like parody. Yeah. Now, do, at the Planet Hollywood, do they sing to you? Like they I do? I did. It? They asked me to stop <laughs> several times. <laughs> but I was. Yeah. That would have been me. No, they're opening. No, like, Tim, serve the burgers. Just Sweet. give them the burger they're and like, leave. They don't sing at my Hollywood, no. Oh, but they should. What's the one restaurant where they do Ellen sing? Ellen Stardust Dining. Yes, there. I went there one time and ordered sliders. Some of the most disgusting the food you'll ever food. eat. It wasn't sliders. It was three full-size hamburgers with nothing on. Stunning vocals. Such good vocals, like crazy vocals. Now, why? Are, so my why question is, why are those people on Broadway? They They're, are twist. They are. Like what? They work on Mondays. Well, what famously I, to quote RuPaul, Broadway doesn't pay nothing. So. <laughs> It like you literally. When did RuPaul say that? On his podcast, I swear to God, he was interviewing Cheyenne but they Jackson. They stopped doing the podcast. They sure did. Okay, go on. Cheyenne Maybe because they were circling the drain. <laughs> well, if they got to Cheyenne Jackson, they were. This is, a, this is a true comedian brain right here. Call you back on your own shit within honey, five minutes. Honey. Say, oh, you said circle the drain. Circle the drain. You're a good guest. <laughs> so Broadway doesn't pay nothing. Broadway doesn't pay nothing. So they will literally like. Uh, do Ellen Stardust Diner for a couple years. They'll go do a Broadway show. The show will close or their contract will end. And then they will go back to Ellen Stardust Diner. Not everybody, obviously. Some of them aren't, have never been on Broadway. But like, there's famously like um, uh, uh, the Marla Mandel. You know her? I was oh, yeah. just going to say Marla Mandel. Icon, legend, star, incredible comedian, and Broadway star. Uh, Marla Mandel worked at Ellen Stardust Diner. 
I don't know if she did it after she was on Broadway, but she definitely worked there. I mean, it can't be an easy job. They're really belting. And they're then they have really to bring belting. you food. And they're also not doing like, well, it's Thursday. I have to sing the one hard song once in the second act. They like sing all the time, all day long. All the hard all songs. All the time, all the day. They, their shifts. My first all the daytime. All the daytime. <laughs> when I first moved to New York City, my roommate worked there. And she would have shifts at, say it with me, 6 a.m. Where she would be singing at the top of her lungs. For a breakfast shift for people from Oklahoma. What? Yeah. And now Twist, ultimate Twister, <laughs> bizarre Twister of Fate. She's Elvis. Starring Helen in Hunt. Wicked on Broadway. Yeah. Gag! So she is the Twister. She is the Twister. She is the Twister that she landed on the Wicked Witch of Now, do you agree with me that they need to update some of the dances and some of the costumes and some of the visual I saw, I saw some gender fluid costuming. What kind yeah, of they, I, Okay, do they, they need? threw some skirts on some. People. Okay, fun fact about the casting, they no longer say um look, search, searching for female and male dancers. Okay. They they're saying like looking for like masculine or male identifying dancers or like uh female identifying dancers. So that's fierce. But then when so you they watch, added the word identify, identify that's <laughs> progressive, that's baby. Like pull the wind out of your sails, but I'm like, no, you hold will on a not moment. Believe <laughs> it's also not leads, it's like for the background. Like swing. <laughs> so we want non-identifying swings. <laughs> Not identifying Let me just swings, say, maybe. the monkeys. Oh, I'm worried. They I'm get worried. down. They it's, really it's strap them on the turn off the dark. It really is. Like, spy. I want to. You remember that? You remember Spider Man? What's her name? Julie Taymor? She killed a lot of people. <laughs> a lot of people died in that theater. Now, how is Pink able to fly around a whole stadium no, that's a, that's and they couldn't get artist. one? They couldn't get one Spider Man from up to down without breaking his legs? A lot more budget goes into Pink. Cha-cha real smooth. Well, I don't know that. Wait, how poor is budget. Broadway? Because I hear Girl, these shows I'm have like million to, dollar bro- like, budget. Like the wizard himself, I'm here to pull the curtain back. <laughs> Journalize for us. <laughs> Broadway, us. Matt, what's, who's the poorest person you've ever met? Broadway, Me. is, Broadway is you, me, Paul. <laughs> Broadway is so poor. Broadway is so poor. <laughs> how poor is she? How poor is <laughs> Broadway is so poor, she cannot even afford rent in Detroit. <laughs> Broadway is so poor. I don't have anything more than that. No, leave, leave it alone. It was going to get real bad. It was going to get real bad so let's, bad. Let's take a break. Is it already time for a break? Honey, when when the guest is gold, the time the just time rolls past. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it? Maybe bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up more activities because I love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like 
that's just how my brain works or like this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We're back. We're back. Your turn. Uh, <laughs> didn't warm up. Uh, <laughs> I didn't warm down. I've been doing oh, it been so much. I've been right. going, going, going. I'm Adina, like toward the end of the one year run. Can I ask you a question the about losing your voice, please? Year run. run. What do you want to know about? Year? Caroline or change? Whoa, I'm Whoa. going there. Tony know. Kushner, Jeannie. From uh, Aladdin. Genie no, no. from, Genie Aladdin. from Aladdin. That's a great drag name. That is a great drag Added name. To the, oh wait, do you still do those where you come up with the fun drag names? I should do that again. You should do it again. Genie yeah. from Aladdin. Genie from Aladdin. Caroline or Change? Tesori, I think what her last is name Caroline? is. Janine Tesori. Montessori. She, she, those kids think they're so system. fucking special. <laughs> you're not, not better than us. This isn't you're word association, <laughs> I'm saying. <laughs> I, know, I like this game. Do another okay. one. Janine Tesori. Garofalo. <laughs> is the composer. <laughs> Tony Kushner wrote the book. Go off. The the man at the public directed it. The man at the public. You know, the, the head one. Uh, the man at the public. The, the guy from um, Sniffy's. <laughs> He's just in public, honey. And he yeah, he is, loves it. He loves it. He said, let me take a break from my <laughs> taking eight loads at Atwater Village Park. You know about you know Atwater, Atwater Park. Park. I've right. been on Sniffies. Yeah, we've all been there. Anyways. <laughs> so, um, I still don't know how to get there. It's on a map. Oh, the roads get crazy. <laughs> Next thing you know, you hit a horse, you got to go. There are horses over there. Okay, so Tanya Pinkins <laughs> mm -hmm. famously played Caroline in this, um, was off-Broadway and then moved to Broadway or something. It was one of these like juggernaut, but sort of like not with a lot of commercial appeal. 100, yeah. She destroyed her voice playing that role. Gone, baby, gone. And like gone famously girl. on the Tonys I made a sang, Gone Girl reference the other day and no one laughed. They need to get it together because that movie is, is good. Well, I want to talk about the type of reference you made. Because you made a reference that was a body shaming reference in front of a person who was in the film whose body you were shaming. Ben so, Affleck? So you did it. They actually told That's me that. objectively yeah, funny. I think it's funny. 
So Tanya Pinkins destroyed her Tanya voice. Tanya Pinkett Smith. And she... Get my wife's name out of <laughs> your mouth. mouth. And then I get beat, hit in the face. Um, it, it, she... Tanya Pinkett's performed on the Tonys yeah. with like a ripped out, just like, Ugh! like so emotional, so moving. Mm. But it destroyed her voice for a while. Yeah. Now, do you think it's worth it? <laughs> That's you actually Googled. I didn't quite know where I was going with that. That was the funniest <laughs> question you could have possibly asked. That's actually what I do around the country. I go to different musical theater programs. I just walk around to the students and I go, Do you, you think, think it's, it's worth, worth it? it? Do you Tell me about your $140,000 in student loans. 100%. And what was Tanya making at that show? Probably 85 cents on the dollar. Because, you know, famously Broadway? Doesn't she pay well. She's poor. She's so poor. Broadway is in one of those commercials where it's like, in the eyes of the angels. For only $1 a month, a day. you <laughs> can help Broadway, Broadway. survive. She's How so did poor. Broadway survive the pandemic? Okay, it didn't. You, you want to know? Yeah, yeah that's I why actually we brought you here. <laughs> great, that's why I'm here to answer <laughs> You ought to know. I don't know really how it survived the, the pandemic. The new Jagged Little Pill musical. Uh, you uh, ought to know. Yo, yo, yo. I don't know how she survived the pandemic, but I took a, um, I had no idea this was going to be a whole theater podcast. I'm loving it. I, <laughs> I didn't either. You told me that's what we were doing. No, I said that that's what I wanted to start with. Well, we're, we got some, we got, we got well, a show in, coming To up. inform the gays listening to this who don't know gays. Broadway, this is kind of, oh, and straight, the many, many, many straights listening Thank you. to this. Thank you. Um, Not the bisexual. None. <laughs> um, I won't have them. They don't care about theater, famously. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, wait, okay. I took theater management class in college, and this dude straight up said to us, the reason Broadway survives, Broadway will never make money. He's like, the famous saying in Broadway is, you can't make a living, but you can make a killing. So if you get in Hamilton or Book of Mormon or Wicked or something, you're a, you can be a billionaire. But m- only 20% of shows even recoup their investment. Oh, but you're not talking about the performers. You're talking about the investors, the investors could make a killing if they hit the lottery while doing Broadway. Correct. But also that kind of works for everybody because if you're like the Hamilton cast, for instance, they were like, wait a minute, this is fucked up. You guys are making a million dollars and we are making our $2,500 a week or whatever. We should have a stake in this show because we, the original cast. So they now fought for that and they got that. So they oh, are good. all making wild amounts of money but he said um broadway will always survive because it's not about making money it's about super rich people wanting to feel like they can step behind the curtain and feel involved in in art and support art so and if the show pops off money. they're like part of history yeah or they're like, their name is they all made over a hit and they, can and get, they get a little trophy tickets. that they can put in their house just like how like colleges survive it's like we named a building after you it's Yay. like oh cool they want their name in the playbill should get rich people to invest in us. Did you see bros? I'm so was so terrified that this question was gonna come up. I've been really busy doing my show. So I haven't she saw it. She I haven't No, I haven't I really I really am excited to see. I love Jad Apatow movies pretty much always, and of course Love Billy Eichner, and I want to support a gay movie so we can all keep making gay shit. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, I, I haven't seen it yet. I went last night by myself. You What'd you think? Well, and then as I parked, I heard Dipper, and it was Dela and Gus. Oh, that's nice. And so, you know, I sat in my assigned seat, and they sat behind me. I just saw and them. And no one was in the theater. 
No. <laughs> what is going on? Are well, we it was a Monday night at like nine o'clock. There uh, were like fifteen people. I also well, don't the think... theater I went to, someone bought out the theater, so it was like what it was was what it was. But that was to help. But sell tickets, which is great. Yeah. Which is great. And I remember all the gay homosexual faggots doing that for Love Simon. Like the famous gay guys were all like. I bought out an entire theater. Yeah. In, I'm specifically speaking of Andrew Rannells. I remember tweeting about this being like, I bought an entire theater in my hometown in Nebraska to support this movie. I'm like, are we doing that again? Because we need to be doing that again. Yeah, let's all do that. I really, we <laughs> talked about this a little bit. Don't. What? <laughs> when they said don't earlier. Oh. That was said funny. don't. We said, should we stop? Oh, should we stop? Uh, don't. 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 Um, we talked about this a little earlier, but after watching the film, it is really fascinating. There are there are like two big monologues in the film that Billy Eichner's character delivers that are sort of one of them is about is there an audience for gay? content for queer content for unapologetic content and it was really fascinating because i don't think there is in the in the in the monologue he was like and i was told there wasn't an audience and we actually need to show up and support like it was part of the speech and then now that's been what his actual speech is out in the world because he's saying like no one's showing up for this so therefore you know we can't keep making this Okay, so then my question to you is, did he secret that on accident? Yeah. <laughs> if we keep saying it out loud, is it going to continue to be our truth? I will tell you this. I really Not enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. But when the sex scenes were happening, I felt slightly uncomfortable. And I was like, the movie's called Bros. It's a gay rom-com. It's showing on public screens, and when they're because it's like funny. The the I like the sex scene with Steven, where the oh yeah, his name. But a couple of the you know you'll get it when you see it. (laughs) There's a couple of the sex scenes after witches, and I remember feeling like (laughs) I remember feeling like oh oh it's gay sex is happening, which is wild because I don't feel and gay foursome. I don't feel uncomfortable doing gay sex or looking at gay sex on my phone. But we were like at a movie theater, and I'm like. Oh, we're at bro. Like this is what this is what people signed up for in being in this. So I still felt that, which is wild. That is wild. Our internalized homophobia is uh, popping right off. And that's also a huge theme in the movie. I will say that fucking beefcake actor that he got to play the beefcake actor who's supposed to be so goddamn good looking is so goddamn good looking. Yeah, he's perfect. It's he's crazy. So and they even say in the movie, sorry, I just saw it hours ago okay. in my brain. And they even say in the movie, like, you're boring, sir. Like, that's like part of the joke because they're like, he's boring and the Billy Agner character is interesting. And I'm like, what's so fucked up in us that I, we still all want, or me, want a boring, good-looking fucking Well, I think that in that situation, they really set you up to pick the beefcake because your options were him or Billy. (laughs) (laughs) She said, too true, TV. This is... Not true TV where he had a show. You gag. Okay, tell us remember, about your gay content. Remember that you're when making. he took Rachel Dratch yes. on that fucking obstacle course? Obstacle Look at me in my Rachel eyes. Dr- Look at me in my eyes. Look at me in my eyes. You wrote on that? I'm in that. <laughs> <laughs> I play the gay homo who kisses the other gay homo. Oh, my God. oh they're kissing. Out. They're kissing. Oh, my they're God. They're kissing. They're kissing. That's me. Oh, this is perfect. Like, I really Because I fucking love. 
Billy on the street. Yes. And I will say, one boots the house down, realness, he was <laughs> so, so, so good on that set at like directing, making sure they had one shot to actually get it where she wouldn't know what was happening. Right. Like for real, they were like, we actually want to surprise her. They had one chance to get it with all those moving parts of like people moving in and out and pies being thrown in the face and whatever the F happens in it. And during, we're in like Brooklyn at like a playground and this uh, unhoused woman behind us is screaming. She's like, what are you doing? I want to be in a film. I want to be in the movie. And he's like, ma'am, please, please, this you don't understand. Like, I need you. Billy himself walked over there and was like, I need you to walk away. We are, we have one shot to get this. It was like hours of waiting for Rachel Dress to show up. She had to um leave early to go look at an apartment. And so it was like, we had one shot to get the take and every piece of it had to go well. And he directed it within an inch of his life. And he was super, super nice and really like, and after we did the thing, he was like, thank you guys so much for holding the kiss for that long. That like made it actually work. And he like came in and he was like, like uh, no problem. And I, I would have like, been like, and now I I'll you? kiss you, Mr. Billy. Well, the thing is, I'll kiss you, Billy. people are always saying like, um, you know, whenever someone gets like a big opportunity like this, everyone's like, oh, so that person like came out of nowhere. And it's like, that dude has worked his fucking ass off for years and years and years. One thing I will say in watching the movie, I there was a lot of walking around New York City. And I was waiting for the joke of a parody of Billy on the Street to happen to him. That would have been good. That would have been really good. And then yeah. he'd be like, get the fuck away from me. That's a missed yeah, opportunity. Like That's yeah. a missed opportunity. But enough it about Billiam. Let's talk about Let's some talk about other you. gay shit. Don't you have a show coming out soon? Ah! Um, I sure. Almost the riff. <laughs> Almost. Wow. 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 You do it, bitch. Uh, ah! No, that was no. bad. <laughs> um, I do have a show. It's called Tim ah! Murray is Witches. And it's my favorite thing I've ever written. It's very, very unhinged. It, Tim Murray is, is witches. witches. Yeah. So it's almost. It's you and Anne Hathaway from the film Witches. That's correct. It's just the two of us. <laughs> you and Anne. No, but can you Annie. tell me what it's about? Because you do Annie dress Hathaway. up like Alphaba Catwoman. I sure can. It's <laughs> Cat Catwoman. Don't talk about Anne Hathaway's Catwoman. I will throw up. It was awful. It was horrible. Why is she always? She was like slinking around. Okay, so your show is about. <laughs> My show is just a musical comedy show. So it's I wrote eight original musical comedy songs about witches. So it's like Sabrina and the Teenage Witch and Hocus Pocus and The Craft and, of course, Wicked. And it's just the whole thing is like a metaphor for how, as queer people, we feel like witches and how we, like, need our coven to survive. Oh, my God. It's very heartfelt at the end, but I promise it's, like, 95% funny, funny, funny. And then the last five minutes are, like, um, very beautiful. And it's been, like, really... Cool. And with this conversation about like will gay people support each other, I've had so many gays come up to me afterwards and like they're like, this really like meant a lot to me. Because the last song is about how like when you're a little kid, you always want to sit at the girls' table growing up. Yeah. And like have that be your coven, but you always had to sit with the boys and you're like, why the fuck is this my life? Yeah. 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 But it's very, very fun. And um, yeah. And then I like improvise a song. I ask the audience for like a story about a witch and then I improvise a song about it. It's a good time. Wait, when is it? Uh, uh, it's uh, October 19th and 22nd, October 19th in San Francisco, 22nd in San Diego, and then October 25th at Dynasty Typewriter in LA. Ooh. And I think I can say this now, Barrett Wilbert Weed from Broadway and Nicole Parker, a former Alphabet and Mad TV are going to yeah. do the show in LA with me. Oh, that's incredible. That's I 
love a resume that's like Mad TV and the Alphabet. Isn't that unbelievable? It's Incredible. only her and Anna Gasteyer. Yeah, I was about to say Anna Gasteyer. Can you believe being that good of a comedian and being able to sing like that? It's like, what? I know, it's so crazy. That's amazing. Well, this episode comes out on the 21st. So tonight or tomorrow night in San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And then next Tuesday in L.A. The Sorry, 25th. tomorrow night in San Diego. San Diego. And then Tuesday, Tuesday the 25th in L.A., baby. We love. Ooh, baby. Very exciting, Tim. Oh, Thanks, guys. I'm so, so, honestly so proud of myself. Like, it really, I've been, like, oh, doing all this different shit for so long. I'm like, am I a stand-up comedian? Am I a writer? Am I a musical theater person? Like, am I an improviser? And in the show, am I a drag? I'm, like, in full drag in the show. I know. And it's. It just feels like I get to do like everything I've always wanted to do. How fun. Especially so fun. right after coming off of like touring around with Michael Henry. Did you feel way Ooh. more Exactly. <laughs> no, I was just kidding. Uh, but did you feel more confident in like your writing ability and like getting this all done? Or were you working on it while you were touring? I've been working on it for like probably about like I I saw um you know the Queen Matt Rogers from Last Culture Research. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw his Christmas um musical show. Mm. And then I I watched Catherine Cohen's special and I was like Look at my friends up there doing musical comedy. Like, and then I watched like Bo Burnham's thing, and I was like, "What is my version of this? Like, I want right, to do something absolutely. like this." And then of course it was like Alphaba. I want to be green the whole time. <laughs> and then I just like started writing songs about witches, and it just like it came Alphaba. together like that. Well, that's the thing. I think a lot yeah, of people. Yeah, I, I do like to work from the look backwards. You know, I'm like. I'm just I also, I also think a lot of people. I want to be Alphaba. Um, we'll make a show around. We'll that. make this work. <laughs> do, people don't realize like an answer can be very obvious, but people look over the thing that they love because they go like, well, that's that weird thing that's just about me. Let me figure out what stand-up is or let me figure yeah. out what this... And then when you get back to it, it's like, no, the thing that makes you special is that weird thing that is so you, that comes so naturally, that flows out of you. 100%. You bleed green. I bleed green, baby. Yeah, it just was now, like did you, the easiest thing. Did you get that sty from eating a dirty butt? Yes, I did, sir. It might have been for that. Uh, it's, the makeup. Green, makeup. it's the green makeup. It's the green, <laughs> <laughs> it's the green makeup. Dirty butt. Dirty butt. Dirty butt. Uh, let's take a break. And then we'll take phone calls. Now, Tim, we famously sing a phone number at the top of our show. So Shoshana people... Bean or, 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 or uh, Idina? Baby, that question was like eightfold. Like, what are we talking here? Like, who do I, if I'm going to see Wicked, who do I want to see? Or like best vocals or best acting or best comedic style or best dance break during Dancing Through Life? Like, what are we? Take a yoga class Dance with. break during Dancing Through <laughs> Life. Who would Just you take a yoga out. class with? Just hanging out. Idina. Uh, I would hang out with Adina too, and yeah. I'd ask her all about Tay Day. One hundred percent. Well, he follows you on Instagram, right? Just kidding. I was He's like, in the did he? he follows him. He followed everybody on Twitter for like oh, him yeah, and Susan Twitter. Egan. You want to hear some voicemails? Let's do some voicemails. Hi, I'm calling um, to let you guys know. First of all, hi, I live in British Columbia. Fan of the pod, whatever. I don't care. I have COVID. I've been at home, and I've been listening to your podcast a lot. And so my new vocal tick has been saying Bucci Cat. But then I just evolved it myself and I need you guys to know that Bucci Scat is just like the gay way of saying farting. Okay, goodbye. 
Is it? Who's he? Is that what was being said in the background? Can you play just the top? Because there's something going something on. Something is happening in this house. In that house. <laughs> this is like a murder doc. Where yeah. We got to figure out if this person is okay. What did John Bonet say Hi. in the background? I'm calling. <laughs> that person just this says shit. shit. <laughs> Hi. Hi. Oh, wait, they Hi. do another one. She Shit. says pussy. Wait. I'm calling um, to let you guys Oh, know. at the end? No, Hi. at the beginning. Pussy. 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 Oh, that's the end. She did it at the beginning, too. Anyway. All I want to say is Boochie scat is not farting. That's That's shitting. Boochie cake. And if they're still on sale at this point, we do have Boochie Cat shirts, but I bet they're all sold out. I don't know. Maybe. Could be. Go to meatland.com. How do you feel about your Boochie Cat? What's your Boochie Cat up to? You're a top. I am a top, but I um, do occasionally bottom, and it's never good. Literally, last time. Then why do it? I I like. No, I enjoy it. It's never good. um, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to. I have a good time. They do not. Afterwards, I get a lot of notes. Yeah, I will say I've given a guy recently, and no matter what happened with the positioning, every time that we were trying, I felt like his butthole was like on the small of his back. Oh, up up high, like he had to find gravity. He he was defying. So if you care to find it, (laughs) look to the western western sky sky. to the lower back. So if you can't find it. Nothing's going to bring it down. Honey, no. yeah, because he's too high. No, it was something about he, like, I was trying to go for the back, but then, like, like from the back, but then he got on his back and put his legs in the air, but, like, I just couldn't. I was like, that's too low. Like, it just, it did, the, the, the mechanics didn't work out. That's rough. So What's then I just ended that? up using my hands, and he liked that better. So you just fisted fun. him instead. Yeah. How? I think part do, of the reason. How do gays <laughs> go from being like I? I would like to get fucked to just being like, oh, it's not gonna work out. Just throw your hand up in it. Like, Shove what is the thought process behind that? I think pull out a dildo. Hi, you floppy fucks. Okay, so I have a I have a fuck talk story. So in high school, I was in a long term relationship. We were together for about three years, and um, he cheated on me a couple of times. He cheated on me with one person like three times in one year, and I was stupid, so I didn't leave him. Um, but we figured, oh, there's a, there's there's a way, there's a way that we could continue this relationship uh, because we love each other. <laughs> Um, but also get past this whole cheating thing. So how about we both get on Grinder and we both get our own little hookups, and you know we will make the relationship open. Okay. So um, I decided to fuck the guy that he cheated on me with. Work. Um, <laughs> yeah. We he, we invited I invited him to my friend's sister's house, and I I started fucking him, and uh, he had a huge dick, um, but. He started shitting on me, and we stopped. It was his fault. He had a coffee in the morning. He told me he had coffee that morning. Like, you're so stupid, bitch. Anyway, so he came on my, I mean, he came. He shitted on the dick. And I told him, you know, it's fine. It's always fine. I mean, not my own, for it. 
but it's fine. I, I we can stop. I'm not an asshole. Um, but he he wanted me to believe that he didn't shit on my dick. I ripped him. I know the difference between blood and shit. Okay, one's in my veins, one in my ass. Blood's in my ass and shit's in my veins. So I know the difference. So, um, yeah, is that gay? Is that gay hiding the fact that you shit even though like someone's letting you know it's fine? Just you know, clean yourself up. Um, and by and when I what? In a whole other room. In the same no, house. No. My boyfriend was fucking somebody else. She's going to. She's going to. She's going to see the, the wizard. I'm single. Calling from a wind tunnel. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like, just like, let me Literally. get close to where it starts. Um, you ripped me? You ripped me. I've never been ripped. You ripped Have you me been ripped? From deep inside my boochie. Smart. You rip me out. You got to get up to that next note. So you kind of have to go down first. Oh, we got to do the scoop. The old ice scoop. cream scoop. You rip. Yeah, you got to yeah, scoop it up. Um, that story's about me. <laughs> it's look, me. Look at me in my eyes. <laughs> look at me in my eyes. I was in that. I was in that. I was in that. It's me. That is so funny. That is crazy, and also you definitely shitted on the dick. Mm-hmm. Well, the other person shitted on theirs. The other person no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now I'm talking to not our listener. Yeah, if you're listening, big dick bottom, you shit on that person's dick. That's right, and it's not blood, and it didn't come from your veins, and you weren't ripped. That's a shame that they were like, let me try to step away and get on Grinder." and the first person they fucked shits on Well, her. also, th- that story was the whole like, thing Jerry, was messy. Jerry. Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, I did like the idea of hooking other. up with the person that you You said work, bitch. The I moment work. it's open. Go. Go. Go do it. I will say. And then break up with them. There yeah. are definitely. And then fuck his dad. Is it, is it bad? <laughs> is it bad? Is it bad? Is it my bad boy? There are some dudes here who live in LA who I would, you know, like move out of my apartment to get them naked. You know, like some people where you're just like, oof. I would do anything. Right. But I won't do, do that. that. <laughs> but, That's yeah, I didn't mean I would move out of my apartment. You know what I mean. I know what you mean. You and, do. But you you're like, me, yeah. you're like, oh, they are in a relationship or, oh, they don't necessarily see it for me. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I have definitely been at a gathering or a sex club where I have seen a person who doesn't respond to me on scruff. Mm-hmm. So you know it's not, it's not going to happen. But then I'm like, I'm going to get near them in the room to offer myself up in this way, like you don't have to say sup, sup, what's up, want right. to hang out. I'm just gonna be standing right here, and you could use my mouth if you want to. Right. I'm always like, I know you know you gave me a no over here. I'm not forcing myself, but I will be available. I think that's really smart. <laughs> <laughs> that's really smart. And so I also think there are guys who are like in relationships. I'm like, the moment they're single, I will attempt to try to fuck them. One hundred percent, and I think is that bad though? No, no I think that's amazing. Because I'm just looking out for number one. You're looking out for number one, well, and you're, you are number one. You're, you are number you, one. You well, are you're your supposed own. to look out for them. Number one. Yeah, you got to think about you. Well, you know, you got to think about karma, the afterlife. I'm rewatching. Who the is good, she? The good place. I don't know her. 
Karma. I karma. I think karma that's just Frappuccino. like Karma Frappuccino. I mean, is that a good dragon? That's a good dragon. I like that. <laughs> okay. I think that's just good sense. What you're talking is like, if it doesn't work in this area, let me try a different tactic. Yeah, I will. Maybe tell you're you. not the flavor at that moment, but you might be the best ice cream in the room. Honey, call Baskins Robbins. Is there's so thirty two flavors. There are so many times in my life where I can think of that, that I've been on both sides of that coin, where I'm like... Both sides. Both sides, where I'm like, uh, am I attracted to this person? No, but we're in a steam room at Crunch, and it's like, you're here. I know who you are, and I see that bulge in the uh, towel. Exactly. You're here. Also, you might be way more attracted to a person in person. Yes. And vice versa. Somebody might be so, so hot in pictures, and then you see that Instagram hunk in real life, and you're like, what's happening with your face and teeth? This or you're a, like, wait, the way you've the disguised your you, body yes. and the images, and now I'm seeing you in person, and it's like, ah. Or like the way that they smell, or just like the vibe. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you are objectively sexy looking, but I am not attracted to you. Absolutely. And a lot of times I can work the other way too, where you're like, I'm not into the pictures, and then you're next to them, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna fuck this shit out of Right, me. your vibe is vibing. Your vibe is vibing. What I really want to know is I want to get back to your question of what is happening with your face and teeth. What is happening with your face? What is happening with people's faces and teeth? Well, so many people are filtered, filtered for the gods on the internet. Isn't that the truth? And you're like, I don't trust anybody if I can't see their teeth on Instagram. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like all of their pictures are like, show them little brown chiclets. Okay, except for, and I will name him Geo. You live in Phoenix. Fine-ass Geo, who has an amazing smile and incredible teeth, and you never smile in your pictures. You're even hotter when you smile. I'm telling you, Geo. Geo, please send in a face picture and a cock picture. I'll just show you everything on Twitter. He puts it there. He's so good looking. He puts it there. And I ask him his husband, I'm like, why doesn't he smile? He goes, I don't know. He thinks he like looks like cheesy or like stupid when he smiles. I got him to, he like laughed once in public and I was like, oh my God. Beautiful set of teeth. You told you made someone laugh. Couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe it. <laughs> Tim, you want to throw it to a break for us? I think it's that time to take a break. And we're back, 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 back again. Ooh. And you know how to do this because you also um, famously podcast. Sort of. <laughs> I had a podcast for a long time and then it was Say It With Me, not making me money. That's right. I was poorer than Broadway, baby. And you're sp- you're spending money. You know what I mean? They it's, say it spend takes money time to make and money. money. Time and money. It's so much work making a podcast. It is. <laughs> Tell me about I it. I mean, I just show up here, but I think there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. For sure. But I did have you guys on, and that was super, super fun. Yeah, that was oh, a really yeah. good time. Those were fun. Yeah. Should we listen to some more VMs? Yes! Yeah, was this one we heard? Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. I just wanted to let y'all know that your telephone number song is working um, so well, in case you might have been questioning if it was. I just spent a lovely 30 hours in a holding cell in county jail for reasons that I would rather not mention. But everything's fine. Everybody's okay. Anyway, um, I had a phone call to make, and it's the age of cell phones, so I don't really have a lot of numbers memorized. Um, So I couldn't make a 
phone call because the only phone number I know off the top of my head is 213-536-91. I wish you would have called. Bro. So, um, just in case you were wondering, your telephone jingle is working like a charm. Uh, Happy to say that I'm out. And, yeah, y'all have a great day. Goodbye. Oh, yeah, they give it to you. That voice that was, was good. gorgeous. That was stunning. Honey, did you get arrested for being fierce on the street? <laughs> <laughs> Singing so fiercely? For being so fierce, honey. I think about this all the time. I memorized my boyfriend's phone number. Oh, smart. I like went out of the way to do that because I was like, the only numbers I know are this number, mm. my mom's home phone number, mm. and my number. I remember my childhood home phone number landline, which won't do me any good. Maybe at a Walgreens. If they say, like, oh, are you a member you need here? a discount? <laughs> you get a discount. But you feel like in the age of, like, cell phones, they should at least be like, do you want to make your call? Do you need to look up the number? That's a good point. The only phone numbers I remember are the pizza places of the local pizza places in my hometown. And so what are those? Uh, Chat and Matt's Pizza, 419 oh. Oh, that's easy. 419 I'll take a Hawaiian. Wait, should we? We should bleep out their number. Why they are public business? Could, yeah, uh, help them okay. out. They're local. They're local. They're local business trying to make out. some pizza. Not on my dime. <laughs> Broadway <laughs> sponsored. <poor>. Broadway sponsored. <laughs> I need money. What's the other number? You know. Uh, let's see. There was also um, that was Chet and Matt's. Then there was Cameo Pizza. Mm. I believe that one was four one nine. Don't call them. <laughs> I love pizza. Were you pizza queens in high school? Calzone. I like it Girl. when it's I like it folded over. Girl. I like a crispy brown on the outside and wet and cheesy inside. Wet. When, it just comes out wet. Like the dough is wet still. I love a calzone. When I went to college, sure, of course, pizza, yes. Always. I mean, like my whole life, pizza. But when I went to co- you know, high school or whatever, when I went to college, they were like, oh, there's a thing here called Deep dough. Deepy dough? I knew you were going to say that. The fuck is deep dough? dough? Oh, like deep dish dough? It's a calzone. All it is is a calzone, but they call it deep dough. Did y'all yeah. ever have Bosco sticks? No. Oh. I guess that's just a Michigan thing. It was like cheese and pepperoni inside of a pizza dough like mm. roll. So it was just Sounds like, like a pizza roll? It was like a that but like so big, good. like a pe- it was like a breadstick filled with cheese, basically. Amazing. But it was really good, and they sold them at Interlochen. But I don't know where else you could Can get them. Go to Olive Garden. Oh my God, Fazoli's. No, we have to go to that one place that fries the fucking. Oh of cheese yeah. In Venice Beach. Wait, do you, you know the thing at Olive Garden where like you the way they do it now? You like order the meal, and they also give you a portion of it to go. No, it's like part of the menu. Wait, oh, I've seen that. Cheers. You go and you eat, but then you leave with like bags of food to take home. Like, and it's, order it's not like, oh, I left half of it on my plate. It's like, so if I'm ordering like the Primavera pasta, which like no one gets that and don't get that. No, that's, that's you know what you get there? You get the carbonara. Uh-huh. Mm. You get the, the Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo sauce. Uh, but Alfredo, think of a wetter pasta sauce. I think Bowling it's so, so wet. So, so fucking, fucking wet. wet. But it's like it's like two for one. I think they do this at Maggiano's two for one too. Wet. <sighs> so you you're like, oh, they're like, oh, my bowl of pasta is like seventeen ninety nine. I'll stick a little. And dumb. then when you're done, they're like, and here's your home. You're for home, and that's it like genius. has like reheat. Because that's food how at restaurants lives. pasta doesn't cost any money. 
No, that's, that's true. There's a. Did you ever go to Fazoli's fast food pasta? Yes. Honey, I took Michael Henry there for the first time when who? we were on tour. Yeah, who? May she rest. She was. She was May killed. She was. She was hit by a house. Her and her <laughs> A house was dropped on her. Oh um, Helen Hunt dropped a house on her while <laughs> hunting for twisters. I made this bitch go to Fagoli when we were in Columbus, Ohio, and he texted me afterwards and was like, if Fazoli's existed on Long Island, the owner would be euthanized. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, this is the most disgusting offense to Italian people I've ever, but I loved it. You could get the pasta platter to go. Yeah. Lasagna, fettuccine, spaghetti to go. We wow. would we would go there. You're in House of Gucci, the way you're talking. <laughs> That's where we would have our theater at the end of the show. What did they call that? Show parties or something? Cast parties? Cast, Cast parties. Party. We would have it at the Fazoli's. At well, the Fazoli's? I was professional. Wait, you know what I wanted to ask you this whole time? What? The, the lady on TikTok who's on Broadway. Amber something. Riley. Riley. No, Amber something. She's Heard. in the ensemble of Hamilton. Amber Amon. She's currently in the ensemble of Funny Girl. She's the one that Leah Michelle says, don't to. <gasps> what is your question? <laughs> Do you follow her on TikTok? Leah Michelle says, don't. <laughs> Leah Michelle. I didn't before, but now that I know that Leah Michelle breathes on her, I'll follow her. <laughs> is she the one that kept trying to get Beanie Feldenstein to dance with her? Is, yes. Yeah. So, f- Feldenstein? Feldenstein. Feld. Feld. Beanie. Feld. Booch. What is her name? Feldstein. Oh, I added that because of the. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's <laughs> too much. No, but so she is a TikToker who, like, used to post, like, BTS of Hamilton. Like, she's been in the ensemble, like, multiple times in Hamilton, left, come back. I was bringing it up because earlier you were talking about, like, investing and, like, being part of an original show. And, like, she's been able to, like, leave Hamilton, come back, leave and come back, go to Funny Girl. She's, like, one of these, like, it people on Broadway. She's never really a starring role, but she's a supporting actor in the chorus. She does, like, 12 wig changes from every show. And you know the crazy thing about the wigs on Broadway? The lace? The lace, super long. Don't even glue it down. Don't even glue no, it down. No, they just like place they it on the head. On the head. No and I'm over there the like, wigs. what do you mean they're going to be dancing? What? How does it stay they pin on? It in. They do a pin? pin it in. They do pin <laughs> The wigs in, okay. So, Anyways. So, Wicked the National Tour, it was incredible. I'm going to follow that girl. Uh, Wicked, follow that girl. Sorry. Wicked the Tour was so, so good. The wigs, though. I was like, what is happening with these wigs? I keep thinking about that. The alphabet that I saw was definitely in a plastic unit. Like, no. Which is okay. You can be in a synthetic on Broadway. I mean, most of them are, but not alphabet. Not alphabet. She needs or it needs to be a good one. Wig. Yeah. And oh, wait, with the costumes. We were talking about the costumes earlier. They're doing some of the hardest dancing you could ever imagine, and you would never know. <laughs> Those costumes are so bulky. I know. Oh, the skirts now out of like the big wool full length skirts on that six foot five background dancer. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I can't see his legs. He can't literally legs. looks like just, he looks like he's going like this. He's supposed Which to be is perfect ball. for my type of drag. <laughs> <laughs> Next call. Do you like to suck a dick that's already hard, or do you prefer to start sucking a soft dick and then make it hard? Because I think I like to start sucking a soft dick and then make it hard. What do you think you buy with you? Well, this is a double-edged sword, and I'll tell you my two reasons. Mm. Do tell. I do enjoy making a soft dick go from soft to hard, but I also enjoy the fact that sometimes when you open up someone's pants and it's already hard, you're like, oh, you're horny for this. If it is soft and I have to, 
and it gets hard immediately, I'm in. If I'm doing work on it, on if I'm day. sucking on it for like at least a minute and it's still not getting hard, I'm out. I'm it's out. I'm, I'm out. I'm the opposite. I like to make it go from hard to soft. <laughs> I like for it to start hard and I just oh, I chomp, oh. chomp, you know chomp. one time I did that to a person and you know how I did that? And why? I got it so soft so quick. I sang the you started talking. No, I started singing the aerial part to it. I went, ah, ah, and it literally went down. I went, oh, did you not like that? And he was like, no. And I was like, look, and he was like, we're done. That's crazy because that just made me rock hard. <laughs> oh, the table. Oh, my God. The table. <laughs> the table. <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. I know. He did not find it funny. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't care. I just like to suck dick. It doesn't matter if it's soft. Hard. I th- I think it's fun. Yeah, like you said, I think it's fun both ways. Yeah, but I, what do you think, Dip? I'm I'm an in between. I want it to be semi hard so that I know you're into it, but mm. I like a little bit of like, what's it gonna turn into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like one of those little things you'd put in the bath, and then it the sponge expands. Oh it's like yeah, a yeah. seahorse farm. <laughs> you like the surprise yeah. of it. Classic comedy queen. You like a little misdirection. Yeah, yeah. You know what gets guys really hard is when you talk to their dick like scuttle. I almost just spit this Which matcha onto scuttle? this microphone. The seagull. It's got a wah, wah, Ariel. Aquafina. She's not She's scuttle. not scuttle. She's something else. You are lying. Oh, yeah, this. baby. Wait, I, but I tweeted Remember. about it. I didn't think she was scuttle. She's I tweeted because I was like, everyone's so mad about a black Ariel, but no one's talking about the black whatever role she is. Because she does the black scent. Black scent, right. That's a very good tweet. It was a hit tweet. Who does the black scent? Aquafina. I was saying that she's black as well. She's not, but she pretended to be for a long time. She did. Wait, okay. I promise you. Scuttle? Who is playing? That is, uh, my jaw is on the floor. Scuttle in The Little Mermaid. It's not Buddy Hackett. (laughs) Buddy Hackett. (laughs) It's Aquafina. Yeah, that's what my tweet was. It was a good one. Okay, that's um, surprising. To say the least. Do you know the rest of the cast? I don't know the rest of the cast. I know Melissa McCarthy is Urs- Ursula. Is that right? Melissa McCarthy is Ursula. Yes. Um, so she's going to get dreadlocks. When she Jacob the Tremblay is Flounder. Wait, 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 wait. The little boy from Room? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that at all. I'm scared about that. And we're not talking about the room. We're talking about room. just Room. Hamilton star Dovey Diggs is Sebastian. That makes sense. That's fun. Um, and I think Javier Bardem, Bardem is... is King Triton. That's interesting. And, and you that's... know she doesn't have a mother. <laughs> and who plays Vanessa? And you know she doesn't, she doesn't have, have a mother. Do you think they're going to build That was gossipy the... the way they said that. <laughs> you heard. Ariel you know. doesn't have do you think they're going to, in the CGI of the, like, underwater palace or whatever, which now I'm just thinking how cool that's going to be. Oh, it's going to look so, so cool. cool. Do you think they're going to put in the dicks? Dicks? <laughs> you guys. Do you think the, the you priest think on the boat is going to have a have hard a... cock like they did in the animated series? It's going to start hard, and then it will get soft. <laughs> yeah. Right, because Ariel will be singing. No, she'll actually be silent at that point. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, Vanessa! Remember how Ari- uh, Ursula's name is Vanessa? <laughs> I love that her Vanessa. name is Vanessa. All right, this is our last voicemail, then we have to wrap things up. Oh, no. Hi, Mr. Dipper. Hi, Ms. Ball. 
Um, I am a faggot calling from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, home of a certain little sloop sloop piece. Um, don't really have any questions or a story for you, but I was watching your most recent episode with Delta Work, who I am fully obsessed with. Same, us and too. Meatball, there was a moment where you stood up and you turned around, and I was, I never really thought of it before, but you just have severe cake. It was, it was doing what it needed to do. Huh? Everything was looking good. You were wearing those tight little fucking little black little pants. I was, and it was skirt. working. So just wanted to call, say proud of you, congratulations, oh. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. I think goodbye. what you may no. be goodbye saw was I have nothing going on back there. It's pretty flat. I think what you saw take the compliment, bitch. She liked your ass. Well, no, I'm trying to describe what they saw. The skirt is like a fitted skirt, so I think it looked baggy in the back, where my butt was supposed to be. As there was nothing there. This person wants to fuck you. All right, send pics. <laughs> I'm just saying, listen, I get hit on a decent amount on this show. Oh, my God. To an annoying degree. So I wanted to like send a little every... love to your cakes. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, but there was nothing there. Tim, let us know where people can find you, where the show is at. That was uncomfortable. You can find... You didn't like that? <laughs> you didn't like being hit on? Um, She got it. Well, asked. no, I just... I need that person to know that what they're seeing is not real. Okay, so yeah. you're you're being well. Why don't you show them what's real right now? We show got a camera. Us, show us, show us. <laughs> that looks like a donk. That looks like a donk. <laughs> the That's mic is just blocking it. Um, enjoy can... <laughs> caller. <laughs> you can follow me. At tmurray06 on all platforms. Yeah, that's 2006, baby. 2006, baby, the year I was born. Um, no, this is the year I graduated high school. Oh. Um, <laughs> uh. You can follow me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I guess my Twitter is back now that Elon Musk is back. But yeah. I don't care about Twitter, to be honest. And um, what about come see my show. I do like the cop. I like the cock on Twitter. Come so see my show. Cock. It's called Tim Murray is Witches, and it's really, really fun and really funny. And I do a Dr. Dillamon song called I Am a Faggot. And I am a faggot. It's October 25th in it. LA. That's right. Dynasty typewriter. Tim Murray is Witches. Witches. And the 22nd, you're in San in Diego. San Diego, baby, at Martini's above fourth. Oh, I like Martini. It's such a fun venue. Yeah. So oh, cool. that'll be so fun. Yeah, Michael Henry and I played there a couple months ago, and it was like one of the most fun nights of my life. I really, Stop. I need to get out to San Diego. It's so beach. fun down there. We can go, All the bars we can are go carpeted. catch a wave. All the bars are carpeted. carpeted. It's giving like hometown it's heroes. Can you smell. smoke inside? It's giving stink. <laughs> can you smoke inside? That's the vibe. At She's least. giving must. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email at sloppyseconds at gmail.com or call in with your. Sloppy Seconds Pod at gmail.com. Sloppy Seconds Pod at gmail.com. Um. Or you can call in with your own fuck talk story to 213 You bet. 918 Don't get arrested. You can call, you can follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly and Spicy's Meatball on Instagram. Fat Jack Meatball on Twitter and TikTok. And don't forget to follow Mom Podcasts everywhere, including the YouTube. That's right. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Goodbye. Nothing like him. Nothing like him. Bye.
To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.